militant affection. Militant affection. Hello, everyone. I am on Zoom alone recording this week's episode of Militant Affection. It's 420, so I'm token hard. I'm so high, I'm going to kill a diamond mound. I'm gonna, I didn't want to kill an animal or a guy, so I'm choosing to kill a diamond mound. I'm just writing notes. I'm so funny right now. I'm going to fight a president. Which president in history? I'm going to fight a dead president. I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. What? Dead presidents to represent me. What? You know that song? You ever hear music before? Do you guys enjoy music? Is music one of your good parts of your life where you sit there and you're like, what a nice tune. I love sitting here and listening to some classic tunes, some rhythm, some melody. I like to bop my head to a classic musical tune. Hey, this, this, this one goes out to all you guys that don't even like music. You just sit in your house and stare at the wall and have your thoughts. <laughs> and no, I don't mean uh, slutty women, you know, thoughts. You don't have your, I mean, actual like thoughts in your head, which is going away nowadays. The world is so dumb. We're all a bunch of fucking idiots, me included, Matt Miller. Uh, make sure to visit me on Instagram at Matt Miller Real. That's where all my funniest content gets entered. If you want to Venmo me some money, it's at Matt Miller Real on there too. Send me a couple bucks and I'll send you a thank you. And you know what I'm going to do with that Monday? 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 Monday 420. I'm going to use it to fund terrorist groups. I'm going to use it to send them weapons. I'm going to buy weapons on the dark web and send it to terrorist groups based on your funding actually if i fund uh let's see you get your stimulus check of twelve hundred dollars huh send me a little bit of that if i if i fund twelve hundred dollars which is equivalent to a u.s stimulus check i guarantee some terrorists will not go without an ak-47 i don't know how much an ak-47 costs i'm not going to start googling it if you know how much it costs, send me the exact amount. And just some young terrorist is going to receive one. And then he's going to be able to shoot up whatever he wants, including your mom's puss. <laughs> a terrorist shooting up a puss. What the fuck am I talking about? What, what are we doing? I'm drinking some LaCroix. I'm drinking some peach, peach, some peach, peach pear. It's a good flavor. I'm going to raise a drink in the air for all you out there struggling. This goes out to all you people having a hard time. I like some good audio. Appreciate everyone out there. Had a shoulder hurting for a while right here. I'm slapping it with a pencil. 
My shoulder has been killing me for a while. And I think it's because I've been working too much in bed during this quarantine. I'm so privileged that I'm getting aches and pains from being too lazy and luxurious. I'm getting the, the freaking uh, the king's feel. I'm just eating freaking Stouffer's pizza and uh, like freaking breaded chicken in the microwave. I'm just sitting in my bed, like bleh, just typing. Uh, excuse me, typing. Uh, dog plays with hats. I'm just watching that shit. Just typing. Guys kissing. You don't know what I'm looking up, you know? You have no idea what I'm looking up. I'm not going to get into that. This this is going to be one of those dirty episodes where I talk about porn. You know, I got notes. I wrote down notes. You can hear them if you're just listening on the table. I'm squiggling them around. I'm I'm making plans. I got a pencil and a pen. I got two writing utensils. This is how good I am right now. It's freaking, it's 420, you know? I was baked earlier today, just so fucking high and lazy. Now, I'm awake, I drank a C4 energy, I took a shower, you know? I'm fucking, whew, ready to go. I've been intermittent fasting, and I've been feeling good. It's nice to feel, this is another privileged thing, it's nice to feel hungry again. I was like eating all throughout the day, you know, being a fat shit, and now I've started, I've limited my fasting window. It was eight hours, now it's nine hours, because you gotta let yourself go. And, uh, but then up until then, when I can start eating during the day, like I, I fast, right? There's like this whole hungry period until I finally reach it. It's like, uh, like Guitar Hero, right? When the button's ready to be pressed, and you're just like, boop, and it goes by. Um, I'm doing that, and then like right when that, like right when it's around the time I can eat, I'm just devouring snacks. <laughs> just devouring, just eating all the shit. You know, it's been good. I'm feeling good. I'm in a Zoom meeting alone recording this. I feel like that's the optimum way to use Zoom. Just use it alone. I've been using Zoom with friends for the last week. I don't need friends to use Zoom. I can just go into Zoom myself, look at myself on the screen, and record some of the best podcasting that fucking is gonna make your grandma cream for years before she dies. So it's gonna make your grandma cream for years before she dies. You know, like when you're a kid and your grandparents are old, and then when you're an adult, your grandparents are old? Seems like you're old for a long time (laughs) and you're not, you know, that sucks. You're just old for a long time. You get your kicks out of going down the street to the Chinese food restaurant. That's right. I'm taking a stand here. I'm against racism. I'm pro going to the Chinese food restaurant, picking up some scrum diddly umptious snacks and shoving them down your gullet. General Zhao's chicken. Fried rice. Uh, dumplings, Duh. fucking uh, egg roll, Boom. wontons, Duh. teriyaki. <laughs> That's how I eat Chinese food or Japanese food or whatever, Asian food. I was just reading that uh, China's on a second break out of COVID. 
I mean, I didn't check the sources, but two people on Facebook posted it. So it's hard to lie with two people posting it. So China's fucked. <laughs> oh, it's hard to laugh about people dying. I've been wearing masks. I'm, I'm limited on my uh, medical mask, so I've just been re-wearing it. I don't think you're supposed to re-wear it because it's starting to smell. But uh, don't tell anyone. It's the only mask I have. I saw a guy, there's a, I was waiting in one of these lines to get into a grocery store, store, store six feet apart. And there was one guy who didn't have a mask and he went to, and they had like a little grocery store guard. And the guy's like, you can't come in here. And he's like, if I could find a mask, I would fucking blah, blah, blah. And he just skipped by and he started buying fucking whatever he was buying. And he rushed through the store without his mask. This freaking middle-aged guy, this customer was like, I think up front, like he'd give you a mask. He's like, oh, really? And he just ran by him. And I'm like, this fucking guy, he's, he really needs whatever. He just, he only, it seemed like he only bought like a couple of things. He's like, I need to buy my grapes, my banana chips, and, uh, and a little bit of butter. And I'm going to make my grape, banana chip, butter, uh, fucking quiches. Uh, quiche, I think, needs eggs. I don't know. Just, just coming at it, guys. But uh, people are out there. A lot of people aren't wearing masks. And just reminder, you wear the mask so that other people don't get sick. It's not to stop you. I know if you're watching this, which very few people do, don't tell anyone. Most people listen and watch. But if you're watching this, I have a big old beard, and I know that's wrong. And I'm sorry. But I have my beard, and I'm keeping it until I die from corona. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Knock on fake wood on this table I have with me. Anyhow, guys, if you're if you're not doing, just set, write me a review on iTunes. You know, tell me to go fucking jerk a fucking a ferret, jerk a ferret off or something. A creature of the wild. You ever see a snow ferret? They're pretty cute, cute little, cute little guys. Just want to grab them, and twist their heads off. <laughs> no, a snow ferret's great. You watch this movie, The Platform, on Netflix. You see this? If you haven't, I'm just going to spoil all, all of it right now. Because uh, I'm going to give a... This is going to be Matt's movie magic maker talk. Matt's movie magic maker talk. The Platform, a Spanish movie, takes place in this, this jail that is a bunch of floors up and down. Top floor, a bunch of fancy chefs make food, put all the food on a platform. It goes down to each level of the jail, which go down. And every two minutes, you have time to eat. And then it goes down to the next layer. And then after like the first like 50 layers, it runs out of food. Apparently, the platform has enough food to last all layers, but people get greedy up top until it gets no food. And then people go crazy and start eating each other and sucking each other off. And slapping each other and bopping each other. <laughs> it just gets less worse. It goes from like eating each other, bopping each other, or like hugging each other. Uh, excuse me. Being nice to each other. Grabbing each other's genitals and making each other gum. Eating gum with each other. Sharing utensils. Now, the one is uh, 
there's one caveat to entering the it's called the hole the, the jail because you can bring one item and this one guy the main guy brings a book because he's like he's the real savior he doesn't need he violence you know another guy brings a knife he needs a book and then the lady brings a dog and obviously the dog's gonna die spoiler alert of course the dog dies and the dog does die the dog's name is ramsey uh, which you know made famous in the uh, the book uh, Ramsey the Dog, which was a famous book about a dog named Ramsey, who spent most of his day uh, he spent most of his day cuddling with this guy named Mr. Cactus, which his name did not represent how cuddly he was. He was actually the cuddliest man in uh, in Ramsey's world, Mr. Cactus. But because of his name, people were afraid to cuddle with him because they thought he was like prickly like a cactus. And only Ramsey's the dog cuddled with Mr. Cactus. And uh, Mr. Cactus eventually died of loneliness because no woman would be with him because they thought he was too prickly, but only Ramsey the dog knew. So that's where Ramsey's name came from. And uh, the, the best theory about this movie is, like, at the end, the, the main guy and another guy try to fight their way down the platform, the the hole and give out portions to everyone and if you don't if you take more than your portion they hurt you and make you take your portion because they want to bring solidarity to the fucking jail because they want because to prove that humans are good you know like oh we can work together and only eat our portions so that the bottom people don't starve well then like they go down and like just the bottom layers everyone's dead and ripped apart and eating each other and it's just the worst horrific shit and uh, they, they, they decide a good way to prove that this place sucks is to send back a message of, like, an uneated panicotti. Is that how you pronounce it? If I'm pronouncing it wrong, you're going to hear it wrong for a while. An uneated panicotti. And to send it back up to be like, look it, we didn't even eat one item. There's some, like, so it ends up there being 333 floors, and each floor is two people, so it's 666 like the devil. And they're like, well, you sent all of your food through 666 people. And we didn't even eat the fucking panicotti. And there is a scene in the movie, just like towards the end, like the, it gradually intercuts, I'm going all over the place, between like all the chefs making the food because all the food's like decadent food. And these are like big time fucking chef aroonies making it. And it cuts between that. Like those are only small scenes in the bottom. And there's a scene where like this guy like finds a hair in the panicotti and he's trying to find out who did it and he's all serious and he finds the chef who did it and the chef feels like disgraced and the theory is that like they did if you actually saw it, you, this will make sense but it, is that they did reach the bottom and send the panicotti up but they just thought that people didn't eat the panicotti because they had a hair in it so they're just unaware of all these fucking struggling people they just think everyone's eating correctly and then they're like, oh, no, we feel a disgrace. People didn't even want to eat this dessert because it had a hair in it. It's just like, whoa, because they don't even know in the jail people are slicing each other up and eating each other, being gross, pissing on each other, shitting on each other. Because that's actually what happens in the movie. Someone gets, a black dude gets shit on. The Spanish people get pissed on. It's like a good porn website, I'll tell you that. The, that's my chosen platform of jerking off is that movie.
that's my platform. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, the movies, I guess, horrific is a word you would say. It'd be funny if that was your preferred platform for jerking. The platform is my preferred movie for jerking. That, that's an okay title. I don't know. Platform preferred jerking. But uh, no, what happens is they get to the bottom and there was like this woman that kept trying to find her kid that would ride the platform down and like kill people and she was all crazy. And then they do find this kid at the bottom and they give him the panicotti they've been holding on to the whole time that they're going to send up because the kid's hungry. And then they realize they got to send the kid up as a message to be like, why are there children in this jail? And then the main guy, like the other guy, the black guy that was helping the main Spanish guy like dies because they get into a little curmudgeon battle shit and he's bleeding and he bleeds out and then the main guy gets off the platform he's gonna ride up with the child but he's not supposed to and then he's just watching the kid go up while he's talking to a dead guy that he killed earlier this is all fucking making sense to you if you haven't fucking seen it this is this is matt's movie breakdown and then the kid gets launched up and it's kind of cheesy looking but the kid's getting launched up so far up the 333 floors that, like, if he hit the top, he would just slam against the ceiling and get his little child brains exploded. So there's a lot of metaphor to that movie. There's a lot of scenes in that movie that are all low budget because it was, like, a low budget movie. Overall, pretty good. I think it was an okay movie. I think they're supposed to say a lot about human nature. And that the the prisoners couldn't, you could either go to prison for being a criminal or if you chose to, because the main guy just went there for six months to uh, earn a degree. He put himself in this punishment. Rather than having to go to school for four years, he goes to this freaking hole for six months and he gets a degree. It was his plan. Which I guess is uh, you go through six months of torture rather than four years of torture studying academics in the evil school system. And I guess he wouldn't have to get in debt. I don't know if Spanish schools work, but I guess he gets debt free. I don't know. You know, spoiler alert, I guess he like, he doesn't show him dying, but he probably dies. So he never gets that degree. So that's the platform. <laughs> That's a really good breakdown of the old platform movie. So check it out. Check it out. Check it out. There's only male nudity. I think there is a tit or two, a tit, tit for tat, but it's mostly dangling dongs. So if you like mostly dangling dongs, then that's for you. If you enjoy a nice dangling dong, check out the platform platforms are good for you to stand on mostly dangling dongs well the dangling dong scenes are very short i don't know what musical i'm replicating i just know this is how the beat goes so i am singing like this Happy for twenty. <laughs> happy Easter. Happy Passover. This is late for all this shit. All this shit's over. I it is freaking four twenty right now because it's so late in the morning. I'm recording this. 
I was so tired from smoking weed yesterday that I just had to take a little nap or rue. Uh, now I'm up, you know, 3.40 a.m., getting out this beautiful, well-constructed audio for you guys to hear and get into my life. Get reach my life. Lifetime. The platform. Review. Uh, I'll give that movie a B minus, I think. A B minus. Because there was two. There was, it wasn't like perfect. B minus. I was watching uh, Super Bad last night. That was a good one. That was a great one. That was such a fun movie. I remember when I first saw that movie as a kid. When did that come out? I, was it when I was in college or when I was a senior in high school? It might have been the summer after. I was either 17, 18, 19. Maybe 17 would make more sense. And I forever see super bad. It's a real, it, it takes place during a day, follows children. Uh, I'll tell you what kind of jokes it makes. It makes retard jokes, says that. It makes gay jokes, and it's, it makes bag jokes, which was all okay back when that movie came out. When did that come out? 2007? And uh, these are... Oh, wait, I can't do that. Sorry, I was doing a, a Zoom thing. Okay. Um, and it also, I guess it kind of makes pedophile jokes because all those kids are supposed to be in high school that are in the movie, and they're all sexualized for the movie. So if you're watching that movie as an adult, watching all these sexualized children, you're a pedophile if, you're, if you watch Superbad as an adult. So just just take that in. What year did Superbad come out? Uh, you know, still holds up. Still, still a fun little tale. Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, this movie was great. Judd Apatow's best flick. I think. I think it's the best one. Had a lot of Me Too movement, movements. Oh, 2007. Yeah, okay. So that's uh, August 2007. So we graduated in 2007. Oh, okay. So that was the summer going into, uh, that was right before college. How fun. So I was 18. 18, just coming out of high school. Damn, that was such a wonderful summer I had in 2007. Hanging out with my boys all summer before college. That was a magical time. The time between high school and college, that little summer portion, when it was all like, well, we're going on to the next stage of our lives. Let's have a nice little summer with me and my boys. And we would stay up late playing Halo and blowing each other. And we weren't gay. We closed our eyes when we did it. If you blow a guy with your eyes closed, it's not gay. It's just a fun eyes closed activity. Have you ever seen Eyes Wide Shut, that movie? It has nothing to do with that. But you should see that movie. It's pretty good. Solid flick for my dick, for my chicks. But yeah, super bad. It's pretty typical Judd Apatow rom-com kind of movie, right? Where like the, the main male characters are kind of slubby, lovable losers. And all the female characters are like, uh, like strong or popular women. They're like, are like better than the dudes, but are like 
that are treat the dudes with sympathy and are nice to them because the, the, there's a certain niceness to their loserdom. <laughs> I sound like such a fucking and uh, that's a pretty typical fucking comedy story. Loser guy gets with hot chick that likes that he's not just like some fucking cool popular prick, which is uh. I guess how life is. I mean, I don't know. I think that happens that after a lot of times after a chick gets tired of all the fucking popular pricks. <laughs> I hate even talking like this. It feels like a fucking idiot. Because uh, like I, I sound like I'm fucking an idiot. I'm trying to make a point here. As my point here is that the lovable loser character gets used a lot in comedies. But then there's the non-lovable loser that's an asshole that also fucks a lot too. But I guess that's not funny. See a guy who's not a lovable loser fuck a lot and fuck hard, you know? <laughs> you want to see the loser guy fuck because that's fun. That's what comedy is. I guess if it's a dramatic movie... Or like an action movie, it's like, oh, the cool guy, fuck. Like a James Bond, oh, he's cool. He's not a loser. He fucks the hottest chick. He fucks a hot chick at every new movie. You know? He's fucking at least one new chick every movie. What are they, like 30 James Bond movies? He's, he's fucking, he's fucking hard, James Bond. He's a fucking cool ass dude. He fucks and leaves them. He's a spy. He's a spy man. And spy man, fuck. Spy guys. Spy by guys. Spy guys. Spy by guys. Buy spy guys. If there were any buy spy guys, they'd be, they like, they're fucking dudes and chicks. You know, no human on earth is incapable of not loving a buy spy guy. They're, they're so mysterious with their spying and killing, but they're so fucking charismatic with their fucking spiedness. <clears throat> you know why spying is multiple things? That everybody just wants to fuck them. But, uh, oh, this is my point. Is that cool guys also fuck a lot. <laughs> is my point here. But I guess in Superbad, it's funny to see a schlubby guy fuck, is the point. That's how comedy works. I'm trying, is there any cool guy comedies or the cool guy? I guess it's not fun to see the cool guy fuck in a comedy. You want to see the schlubbo fuck and the strong female character. Now, is there another way around? Because, like, all the women always, I mean, I'm trying to think in old comedies. Like, were there, were there any, like, I guess they would we just portray women badly, but they were generally hot chicks, right? Portrayed like idiots. Are there any, like, schlubbo, lovable loser chicks that kind of do dumb shit and then end up with a cool guy? Is that a story that exists? Is that a story that anyone wants to watch? Kind of a, an idiot chick that, I don't know, in Bridesmaids, Melissa McCarthy's character is kind of an idiot flubby chick but she doesn't end up with like a cool guy she's uh 
just portrayed portrayed as kind of being a fucking idiot. So Hollywood, get your sexism straight, you fucking idiots is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> Happy 420, fuckers. <laughs> so yeah, quarantine. I've been going out all the time. I just fucking go out and I touch everyone and I pet dogs and sing songs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Go places, do things, eating stuff. But yeah, my muscles have been hurting because I just haven't been moving very much. Turn into a sack of shit. Becoming a sack of shit. I guess it's good to go out and exercise, you know? All these restaurants are going out of business. Everything's gonna be kind of fucked. All these people don't have jobs. All these people are dying. It's a it's a fun time we're living in, you know? Are you worried? Is anyone worried about anything? Um, am I even worried? Do I even give a fuck? Because I do. I'm here to help. I'm here to bring you breaking news. Breaking news, we'll get through this. Things will be great. We're going to reach the apex of our lives and start taking over. That's right, white men. <laughs> Guys that look like me are going to start taking over. And statistically, that's the truth. We're going we, to acquire everything. See the article going around that like people who are millionaires are going to end up making like $1.6 million off of this. And I was reading that and it was just too much to read, but I think it has something to do with taxes and something to do with some other shit. So we're all, so all you fucking fuckers. If the article is whatever, real or whatever, we're all fucked, you know? Don't be poor. Be rich. That's my advice right now. Don't be poor. Be fucking rich, you know? Be a rich man or a rich woman. Be a rich person. Because if you're poor, you're going to get fucked. And do you want to get fucked? Maybe. Getting fucked could be fun. Oh, I'm getting fucked. Oh, shit. You're fucking me so fucking much. How fucking fun is this? I'm having more fun than a sack of potatoes on a fucking sack of potato appreciation day. So, yeah, just get rich. Get rich. How hard can it be to get rich? Fucking get some money. Find some money. Take some money. Kill a guy, take his money. Kill two guys, take their money. I'm not advocating killing. I'm just saying, guys got money. You got to get it from them. And by kill it, I mean like use kindness. Kindness to acquire their cash.com forward slash kill. <laughs> my nose is all fucked up. What if this like, I'm like rubbing my nose now. What if this is like the first thing with disease and then I end up being this guy is like, oh. That what a ventilator sounds like. That was a terrible impression. Everything's terrible. I was thinking about like writing like a fucking little story for this about the quarantine, have some little characters, but I'm like, what am I talking about? You're like, all right, time for a quarantine story. Little Billy didn't wear his mask one day and he went outside. And then a group of foxes attacked him and started ripping his clothes off. Little Billy was 28. And he was naked with his dong slonging around with no mask. And he was asking everyone for help. Everyone was scared because they thought he was going to get him sick. So the police shot him and he died. And that's why COVID-19 is terrible. <laughs> this is an irrelevant story about nothing. 
I don't know. <sighs> well, guys, an irrelevant story about nothing. That's kind of my, uh, my whole thing here. But I do appreciate you all listening. Make sure to uh, love yourself, love your neighbors. Jerk off on cops. <laughs> Jerk off on cops. Mostly dangling dongs and cops. Wait, I got one more story for you. I was shooting a music video in my apartment in the shower, and I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking fagadagalo. <laughs> a fucking queer monger over here. Cut all this out. Don't remember I said any of this. And I bought makeup, elf makeup, to make like mascara on my face and lipstick and fucking other face shit, rosy cheeks. And I was going to stand under the, well, I did stand under the shower and have it go into my face and have the mascara drip down my face and the lipstick and everything dripping down while I wrapped a song because I'm a big rapper. And uh, I did a lot of takes. My bathroom got pretty soaked. And then hypothetically, it didn't even really happen. Maybe it happened a week later. The, the fucking, uh, it didn't really happen again. This is fake. Fake. Maybe if someone's floor flooded and then they couldn't find a reason for it and no one, and nothing happens. And by someone's floor, I mean maybe someone close to me underneath, nearby flooded, but nothing happens. But they did get a plumber to check it out, but they couldn't find anything. And I'm not saying they related, and I'm uh, I'm lying. None of this happened. So, thanks for listening to Militant Fashion. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I would never. Uh, uh, there was no damage done, is what I heard. No damage. It was just a little inconvenience for art that didn't happen for art. I always gotta sneak in a little sneak bit at the end, you know. See how many of you. You militant affectionados get in here. At Matt Miller Real on all things militant affectionados. But yeah, you know, you know the spell, the spiel at the end. At Matt Miller Real and everything, MattMillerComedy.com, Matt Miller Comedy on YouTube. I want to fucking hug you all, kiss you all, rub you down a little bit, treat you guys right. You're the coolest guys I know. And I don't even know you. Coolest guys and gals. So I'll talk to you later. Uh, oh, you know what else I've been doing real quick? I've been live streaming my sleep on Instagram. And I think it's a bunch of kids watching. And I feel weird about that. But what do you do? <laughs> I'm too old. To, kid children like to watch me sleep. And I don't know how I feel about it. Anyhow, thanks for... <laughs> children like to watch me sleep. Uh, yeah, Instagram. All right, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Militant affection. Militant affection.